Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hey everybody, welcome to the Clear History Podcast, the show where we go on the internet, find a bunch of weird shit, and then uh, yak about it. Uh, I'm your old pal Steve, and with me as always is... Hot Hands Megan. And today we have two guests, count two. two. What is this? We got Johnny Two Dicks. Johnny Two Dicks, they call me Johnny Two Dicks because I got two dicks. He actually only has one penis, but then we also have... That's neither confirmed nor denied. She wants to be called Ron today. <laughs> Let's get into it. Today, I'm going to start, and I was researching the Georgia Guidestones. Have any of you guys heard of this? No. Why were you researching this? Oh, well, it started off with that weird 33rd parallel guy. Oh, that I sent you? Yeah. And okay, and sorry. It's not really on the 33rd parallel, and that guy's full of shit, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> Anyways, this is a monument that is 19 foot tall and made from six granite slabs weighing 237,746 pounds. They were erected in 1980, and it is uh, 90 miles east of Atlanta, near the border of South Side Carolina. Side note, the pounds is how many pounds of hot dogs Joey Chestnut has eaten in the last 10 years of his life. Probably, yeah. Jesus Christ. He's a champion. He's a champion. Fuck you. All right. 1980 erection. Inscribed in these are 10 guidelines written in the eight most spoken languages. English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Now, you guys want to know what they say? This is just from 1980, so these are only like 40 years old. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so what's written on these uh, stones? The first one is what everybody gets pissed off about. Maintain humanity under 500 million, a perpetual balance with nature. So we, we need to kill a bunch yeah. of people. Even in 1980, there wasn't fucking 500 million people. Let's, let's get some okay. perspective. So we need a we'll Thanos. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Oh. oh, so this is a eugenics slab of Maybe. rock. GMOs. But as it goes, it gets it gets a little nicer. Only have sex with <laughs> sexy runners. Sexy runners. Only unite sexy runners unite humanity with a new living language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. See, it's not so bad as it keeps going. <laughs> yeah, it gets progressive. Except for better. the whole, like, die. And we'll talk about that later. I feel like this is D- David's philosophy. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite. You said duties. Got him. <laughs> Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Okay, so we need to reduce our population. And... Sounds like these globalist cucks are trying to turn the frogs gay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. There's astronomical features on this. So it's a guide sensor. It's supposed to... So those are like... So when the aliens guides. come, after we're all dead... I think it's, it's when for... when the world ends and then there's people left over and this is... Oh, their, and they're like... This okay. is what they build off This of. is what... We didn't do this shit, so you guys do it and I mean, you'll be... 
let me just talk about all this and then <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just have a little bit more to talk about and then we can uh, we can talk about what we think of it. So there's this thing called the mail slot. <laughs> yeah. And it well cuz it looks like a mail slot. I got a mail slot. And it uh, it marks <laughs> it marks the equinox and solstice. So you can you look through that and you can see the sun. There's a vertical hole in the capstone, which tracks the North Star. So you can see the North Star at any time. Mm. And then it marks noontime in the center. It, it, the, the sun, when it's noon, it, sh- it sh- shines down to tell you uh, when it's noon. And, um, yeah, it's like, this place is weird because, on the, well, also on the top it says, let, let the guidestone... Let these be the guidestones to an age of reason. And this phrase is translated in ancient languages, including Babylonian, classical Greek, Sanskrit, which is basically Hindi, but old version of it, mm-hmm. and then the uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs. So, this place is under surveillance at all times. It's technically owned by the city that's in. Is it free? Yeah, you just go there. Where is it? It's in Georgia. We need Georgia. a road trip. Atlanta? It in? It's in Georgia, uh, about an hour and a half outside Georgia. So, <laughs> what the fuck? There, there wasn't really any vandalism until the election of Obama. Oh, thanks, um. Obama. Um, a lot of people assume it is the rules of the New World Order, Illuminati, Illuminati. Satanism. Satanism. They think it predicts a mass extinction. Um, it was made in the eighties, dude. This here's the thing, fucking... yeah. This is this is uh, yeah, seventy nine, eighty. But like this I... is like when a lot of shit was going down. Like in, in China, like they were starting to do the, the the birth thing where you could only have two kids. Mm. Um, we were gearing up for some, you know, end of the world shit. And look at us now. Well, it's like okay. Yoko, I remember this because Yoko Ono. She said that she liked it because right. it produces peace. It produces peace. And what are the kind of things that it or sort of, like that. you know, discusses? It promotes environmentalism, mm-hmm. right? Small population. Reduces the population of the world. Protects the people and nations with fair laws and just mm-hmm. courts. Promotes spirituality. Prize truth and beauty and love. And promotes a Be world not government, a cancer on the right? earth. Right, and promotes a, a governing body. Illuminati. Sounds socialist. Okay, it's a little bit NWO, but here's the thing. A lot of people, like, I was watching a a lot of different videos about this, and there's, like, this Christian guy freaking out about how this is, oh, my God, pagans and all, they're trying to take away from God. He, after Babylon, he separated the languages so we could not be in... What a new world order. And, like, I think that's kind of, he's kind of going crazy. It's kind of ridiculous. I... My opinion, and I like to ask you guys after I, I'll say mine first, but like my opinion is that this is like the world ended and now these are ideas of how we can rebuild. Like maybe a sort of artistic piece. Like a Georgia Guidestone. Yeah. Guidestone for after we're all freaking dead because we're idiots. Wait, is this in the U.S. or in the country? It's in Georgia. No, the, there's a state, country called Sorry, Georgia. the state of state Georgia. Georgia. Yes. All right. There is not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this was this was commissioned by a man named R. C. Christian, 
Uh, oh, well, he sounds suspicious. like a wholesome white man. Do well, they say it's, they know that it says that it's a pseudonym? Wait, oh. RC Radio Controlled Christian Robert the Illuminati. C. Christian RC Soda asked. Uh, he asked to be kept anonymous. He spent extra money to be kept anonymous, and people think that he's a Rosicrucian, which was the first secret society. Which like predates, you know, the Masons. The Illuminati. And well, Illuminati started in 1776. Yeah. This so. is 15s. Oh shit! No, it was before but, the 1776. No, officially 1776. Well, official this because it's fucking secret society. There weren't Masons before America. Illuminati so, is separate. So this is the first, oh. the first secret society who called for the age of reason, and uh, this is a worldwide brotherhood claiming to possess esoteric wisdom. Handed down from ancient times. I think that's bullshit. I think it's they just don't whatever. know anything. Whatever. But um, I don't know. Cool. Who knows? What do you think, John? Did it look beautiful? Did you look at pictures? It looks really cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look at it. It's fucked Maybe up. Maybe road trip when we take our East Coast road trip. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I think it's a neat. I, I mean, like for real, like keep the popular. Like everything makes sense other than the eugenics one. Like fuck that. But yeah, like, but I'm I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense because it's like, well, we're trying to make like humanity. What does it read it again? It says guide rep- reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, which is like that sounds oh, like a good idea. Improving fitness and diversity. But, but that sounds like a good idea. Which is like, oh, because I have a fat kid. No, my fat kids. No, I got it doesn't. It balls. doesn't. No, they don't mean fitness. It's the biological term for fitness, which is different than fitness in terms of are you fat or not. I don't like that improving diversity. That means right. that you can't have a, a mixed couple. No, they're no, saying it says that you should have a diversity, mixed couple right? by having diversity. By improving, by improving fitness and diversity. But if, we, if, if, there was, if the races are mixing, then there's no more diversity at a point. Is what I'm kind of thinking about that. Improving diversity is like improving diversity would be to keep you guys even more separate. Huh. Well, if you think about it like that, that's fucked. Am I am I fucked? (laughs) But I mean, if that's what they meant, then fuck them. But like like the Babylon, the Babel stone. But like, think about five hundred million people. I Uh, think America is three hundred million people. That's just Mm -hmm. one country. I think like we're not the biggest. I I do. I do think like especially in the eighties, like. And nuclear Cold War shit. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, m- mostly everybody's going to die. And it's... Yeah, Berlin was still, if, like, split. Yeah, if people come and see this and they're like, oh, shit, yeah, we should keep it five... But then, like, fucking, how do you keep it 500 million? With, like, once you, you hit can. that, you just start killing shit? Because that's fucked. Yeah. yeah like, I guess... But I if guess... they're saying if you were to start over, if maybe they were predicting something right. bad happening. Right. I mean, you start over, and, well, there's, like, predictions, well, you know, like, of, like, so... this was before 2012, and there's right. all these things about the calendar, and, uh, the, uh talking about the world, how the yeah. world, the magnetic thing was gonna switch back, and that, uh, like, our magnetosphere was gonna fuck everything up, even though it does it all the time. Uh, it switches polarity. Mm-hmm. But then also, the... There's supposed to be huge like solar flares yeah. going on, mm-hmm. and there were, but it wasn't think, a big deal. I think this was created as a guide, like it says, guide tones for the next population after you know some sort of apocalyptic event happening, mm-hmm. and um, 
I mean, and they mean fitness as in sexual fitness in terms of reproduction. Of being able to fuck real good, huh? No, it, it's, like it, as an art piece, like it's fucking. No, especially it's for a the biological 80s, like fitness. A, well, yeah. I mean, it's the ability just the, to reproduce to advance sexually, the human right? Race. It's not about your. I think the stones in general, just like as an art piece, it's like, oh, that's that's neat. All right, yeah, and as like a historic monument post nuclear annihilation, like. All right, yeah. Makes sense. Like, the Ten Commandments, like, general decent rules to follow. Like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Lauren, what cool do you though. think? Do you think it's it's nefarious, or do you think it's in good intention? I like it, personally. Um, I also, though, feel like this is my brother after he's really drunk, and... <laughs> yeah, it was. No he doubt. made the Georgia Guide stuff. This is yeah. seriously... He got hammered drunk. And, <laughs> and I was like, where was that $300,000 that I spent on this fucking project? And he would. He probably would, yeah. Where's Thanos right now? That's all I, I want to know. I got drunk and started telling people my name was Rob Christian, and now I'm out $300,000. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of neat. I, There's yeah, a lot of vandalism and people that are what scared. What is the vandalism? What's just what's like being uh, you know, like there is no law but God and like um, things like oh, that. Oh, so like, it's good Christian people. Like Christian stuff, and then just like I mean, the first two are pretty scary. The rest is pretty yeah. good. But maintain humanity under 500 million. What does that mean? Maintain. That means kill them. Guide reproduction wisely. I mean, it's getting into some... And condoms. Kill them in condoms. But like, Kill but like them here, in condoms is all it means. Like, cut out one and two. Unite humanity with new living language. Boom. Great, we can all talk really nice. Awesome. Mm. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. I mean... Nailed it. Just trying to make everything make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's Protect fine. people with fair laws. Great. Let all nations rule internally. And then have a world court... You know, like so we like try to do like that with the United Nations. We try yeah. to do the United mm-hmm. Nations thing. You know, avoid stupid laws. Uh, you know, balance personal rights with social duties. Like, okay, you can be a crazy, stupid redneck shooting your gun in the air, but is that smart? You also have to fucking cut, cut the lawn. I don't know. You have to do. You pay taxes. You got to do something. <laughs> yeah. For the society. You got to not kill other. You got to do something for society. Yeah. You have to put. You know. Price, truth, beauty, and love. Okay, there's... How, I don't know why you would argue with that. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. That's great. Mm-hmm. So right, that's, that's the last point. Eight so out of ten. So it goes back to Four the fifths. first point. You Pretty cannot good. be a not cancer on the earth without having less than 500 million people. That number's arbitrary, so whatever. I think it should be like... Well, that's just scary. There's like I think it should be like 100 million people. I think, I think we're fine. Jesus. <laughs> There have been there there have been like studies that like you know as there's more people our technology becomes better and we actually end up using less we end up recycling more and like there's there's a lot of studies and stuff and yeah we can't have too many people but like also well they always complain about how millennials aren't having so many kids you know there's there's actually I think like one of the Scandinavian countries is talking about how. Um, they actually have less people being born than are dying. Damn. So, you know, like, hmm. I think as it goes, it, well, it works itself out. Well, the uh, more energy you create, the more waste you create. And I think that's probably our biggest challenge. But also, as we grow in technology, we grow in efficiency. I'm just surprised that shit was made in the 80s. Like, I was thinking, like, they've been there forever. They will be in the future. You're right. Think about it. Anyways, let's go to a commercial break. Hey 
there, everybody. It's your friendly Department of Health Services ranger reminding you that ass-eating season is officially ended as of October 1st. Now, don't go ass-eating out of season because that's poaching, and poaching is illegal. There's a $420 fine for ass-poaching. In the meantime, make sure you renew your ass-eating permit for only $69. And don't forget, ass-eating season starts April 20, 2019. Any questions, just give us a call at 1-800-455-34-TN or go to assheaton.com. Remember, only you can prevent ass poaching. All right, so up next, uh, who's going? John? So I was watching a movie the other day and that Animal Crackers song came on. Animal Crackers <laughs> in my soup. <laughs> That's the one, and uh, it got me thinking about Shirley Temple, and I uh, I was like, oh man, I'm pretty sure she died in the 60s, and I looked her up, and no, she died in 2014, and then I just started reading about her life, and goddamn, it's weird. <laughs> so she, <laughs> my sh- daughter, my youngest, kind of looks like Shirley Temple. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. She does. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> well, Shirley Temple Black, she was born April 23rd in 1928. She was Hollywood Hollywood's first number one child star from 1935 to 38. Did she start child star? No, but she was like the fucking number one in the 30s. Number one champion. Uh, she started at three years old, and her first movie was called Bright Eyes, uh, and it was written specifically for her and for her talents. Interesting. And let me tell you about this movie. Okay, so it mainly focuses on the relationship between Shirley Blake, played by Shirley Temple, and her godfather, who's a bachelor aviator named John Loop Merritt. I'm just going to call him Loop. Uh, Shirley's dad is already dead. He was a pilot and crashed. And her mom, Mary, is the maid for the Smith Smythe family, who are fucking super dicks. Super dicks? Yeah. They, okay. and it's they, a lot coming from yeah. Johnny Two Dicks. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, they're just mean assholes and they all live there and uh, halfway through the movie Shirley's mom dies in a car accident and uh, Loop her godfather takes her up in the airplane and explains what heaven is and it's like well your mom's up here in heaven in the clouds and I can come up here whenever I want you gotta do a 1930s version hey you broad now your father's up here in heaven (laughs) and this is what heaven is like (laughs) <laughs> is that accurate? It's no. Much, yeah. It's perfect. So the family her mom worked for, uh, they find out about her mom dying and try to send her to an orphanage, but the elderly patriarch, Uncle Ned, uh, is like, nah, fuck that. He really likes little Shirley Temple, and he calls her Little Bright Eyes, and that's where the... The, okay, the, name. the name of the movie is that comes where the, from. Uh, I'm pretty sure Omaha band is named I'm after. I'm pretty sure Connor Ober is named Bright Eyes after this movie. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. Like he I was a Shirley fanatic. Yeah, he's. In, we'll have to ask happen. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. next time I see him. He, I hear he lives right by us. So that's what I heard. <laughs> so uh, a custody battle ensues between uh, the Godfather and the Smythe family, and uh, Loop. The Godfather agrees to fly cross-country in a dangerous storm in order to raise his legal fees. And unbeknownst to him, Shirley hides in the plane. Oh, snap. And the plane crashes. Oh, snap. And they jump out and parachute out and are rescued. Oh. 
And then the custody battle is settled when Loop, his fiance, Uncle Ned, the old patriarch, and Shirley all move in together. Okay. And because of this movie, little little Shirley Temple got uh, the first juvenile Academy Award. She got a little mini Jeez. Oscar for it in 1935. It was between this this movie and hmm. uh, another movie called Little Miss Marker. Little Miss Marker. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. So after this, uh, Temple capitalized on her success. They made dolls and dishes and lunchboxes and clothes and shit. And the studio head at 20th Century, 20th Century Fox uh, cultivated her superstar status. He said she was the studio's greatest asset. At one point, she had... When nine, she was three? When she was like eight, nine, ten. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Studio must not have a lot going on. No. At one point, they had nineteen. <laughs> they had nineteen writers specifically for her to make. Holy. To smoke. write scripts and shit. They did eleven original stories and uh, some like adaptations of old shit. Specifically, Our kids are pieces of shit. Yeah, specifically for <laughs> Shirley Temple. Like, wow. All right, Lucy, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come Lucy's on. their daughter. Like, oh, come on, guys. And this was the 30s. <laughs> this is the 30s during the, the Great Depression, what? and everybody saw her films as like, oh, I can uh, take my mind off my shitty life. I can for... take my mind off of my shitty life. I put <laughs> animal crackers just, in my yeah. soup. That <laughs> sounds gross, but it sounds also very nice. We're still in the 30s, so FDR <laughs> actually said, here's a quote, it's a splendid thing that for just 15 cents, an American go, can go to a movie and look at the smiling face of a baby and forget his troubles. No, 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 you, know, you gotta do it like this. It's a splendid thing, That's it. but for this... 15 cents, you can see it, a little girl, and be happy, for some reason. <laughs> Don't mind why I am sitting in a wheelchair, I am plenty fit to be the president. Looking at your own children, and smile, seeing their smiling faces, isn't good enough. So you gotta pay 15 cents My children are pieces of... Somebody's got to smile, and the only ones doing it at this point are children. I've never seen a grown man smile for 15 years. They will once we, they've seen Charlotte Temple. And wait till the 50s. They have a lot of fun. <laughs> Microwaves, holy shit. Wait until that. They had vibrators too. They had motherfucking cars. No, the, the vibrator was more important. Oh my. <laughs> So in 1935, the movie Curly Top came out, and that's the movie with animal crackers. And that's all there is. Animal cracker. Uh, that's honestly but the only the only song anybody knows is because of the infomercials. I want a hippopotamus mm-hmm. for Christmas. I want oh, a hippopotamus for Christmas. Wow. Fuck me. Only hippopotamus will do. <laughs> so once she hit adolescence, so like late 30s. Because she was born in 28, so by like 1940, she was 12, and people didn't really give a shit about her. Uh, and her career her career kind of went down the shitter. She was in a few movies, but didn't nobody really gave a shit because she wasn't the cute little girl anymore. Because it's a hard knock line. Yeah. And in, <laughs> and in 1950, she retired from acting at 22 years old. 
Good for her. Good for yeah. her. Geez, she's Get out more. before you're lost yeah. on drugs. Right. Yeah. And some myths about her. Some people didn't think she was a child. They thought she was a 30-year-old dwarf. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> the fucking... Dude. I'm dying right now. Dude. The Vatican sent a priest over to investigate because the claim was so uh-uh. prevalent. Dude. Oh, my. Yeah. They were like, we got to find out if this little chick is a dwarf. That's ridiculous. And she is. The, the fucking Catholic Church sent someone. Another myth about her is people people notice she never had any missing teeth. And if you're a little little kid, you're going to be missing some teeth. But she never had any missing teeth in her movies. Because <laughs> oh. when she would lose uh-huh. teeth, they would give her fake ones. Like because veneers. she's a fucking yeah. actress. Sure. Like, that's, that's yeah, they it's still retired. do that for, like, they do that for kids' pageants. You know? Yeah, it's dumb as hell. Like, duh. Which I guess emphasizes the reason behind the myth, right? right. Yeah, and that ju- yeah, that just reinforced that she right. was a dwarf because she never like. Although I still don't think that's 30... where my mind would have gone to. Yeah, it was dwarf child. <laughs> and then another one was that she wore a wig because her curls and her hair were too perfect. So like she would go out and meet fans, and they would just like rip at her hair. Oh to like, and just, yeah. Okay. What a great so, fan. That's she, crazy yeah. though, like, she's if, like eight years old, and people are like tugging at her hair. It's like to Quinn, if we wash and dry her hair and blow dry, it was perfect ringlets. Like it's yeah. stupid. No, you know they did that to Trump too. So you know it's his hair is Cheez-Its. <laughs> so after she retired, Trump is a fucking uh, hologram. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. I've never seen him in real life. Pretty, I've never. Hologram. He's got hands smaller than me. Yeah, he actually. I think it was him who commissioned the guide stunts. <laughs> I don't know. No. After she retired, uh, her next big job was between 1958 and 1961. She married. She narrated Shirley Temple's storybook for NBC, and it was just an anthology of fairy tale. Adaptations. So she's like 30 now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, getting there. But to, yeah, like late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. And then after Hollywood, she was active in the Republican Party of California and ran for Congress in 1967. Yeehaw. Good for her. And she lost. No. However, because they were like, I want hop of hippopotamus for Christmas. It's just, dude, no, you, I can't put any hippopotamus. And they are like, well, uh, what else do you have on your platform? Seriously, I just want to fucking hippopotamus. <laughs> like, I mean, vote for me, I'll get you guys a hippopotamus for Christmas. Like in the in the <laughs> in the primary, she got second place, and then I think That's she ended up. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and then I think she ended up getting second place in the election, but I could be wrong. I didn't write that down. Well, but then Nixon appointed her in. Uh, in 1969, she was the 24th... Uh, the numbers! The yeah. numbers! <laughs> uh, Nixon appointed her as the delegate to the 24th United Nations General Assembly between September and December in 1969. So she was the first woman to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then... So she she met in the United Nations. Yeah. Like, they meet, like, every, like, four or five years or something. It was the 24th cool. time they met. And so and she represented the U.S.? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. And then That's Ford cool. made her the ambassador to Ghana between December 74 and July 76. And she was the first female chief of protocol of the U.S. Wow. And the chief of protocol is responsible for advising the president, the vice president, and the secretary of state on matters of national and international diplomatic protocol. And they carry the rank of an ambassador and assistant secretary of state. 
Wow. That's pretty impressive. So is that like, when you are in international waters and you are taking a left turn, you must extend your arm all the way to the left. <laughs> if you are taking a right turn, you bend it halfway <laughs> forward. And if you are making a U-turn, you must uh, give a hand job to the person sitting next to you. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure that's official. And she, that was... <laughs> That was between July of 1976 and January of 77. And because of that, she was in charge of Carter's, uh, Jimmy Carter's inauguration and his inaugural ball. Jimmy uh, Carter? Yeah. Carter, who's from Omaha, Nebraska? No. No, that's Joe Ford. Oh, fuck. But <laughs> Carter Link is actually a different Carter family, by the way. I'm sorry to tell you that. I don't know anything about Omaha. Yeah. Jimmy Carter? I just want to make homes for the poor. He's from Georgia. He's he had a, a peanut guy. farm in Georgia or something. Yeah, I'm just a simple peanut farmer, <laughs> and I don't understand why all these Republicans don't like me. Pretty sure he coined Republicans. 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 And then uh, in <laughs> August 1989. Uh, she was appointed the U.S. ambassador to Czechoslovakia by, hey, by my uh, George, my George Bush Senior. Oh, well, and, I don't trust him, but yeah, okay. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was she. She had a lot to do with Czechoslovakia because she was there in 1968, meeting with a representative from the International Federation of Multiple Sclerosis Societies. Why do you have a dick drawn on your hand? <laughs> <laughs> So she was there in 68 for this uh, multiple sclerosis society when the USSR invaded and she was stranded in a hotel and from the roof she saw an unarmed woman get gunned down in the street no, by a oh Soviet soldier no. and that just affected her for her the rest of her life and yeah. it really went into her job as the US ambassador to Czechoslovakia hmm. and she was present for the Velvet Revolution, which was the end of communism in right. Czechoslovakia, yes. because of her, so she saw the beginning of Russia taking over Czechoslovakia and so the saw end the of end of communism. Yeah, that's really interesting. In 1989. So, yeah, that's impressive. Hmm. And, and just some random. She was married twice. She had three kids. Her daughter Lori. Good for her in that was, time frame. Yeah. Be married twice. It's okay, people. Yeah, and she had three kids, and her daughter Lori was the basis for the Melvins. Oh, nice! Yeah, fucking weird shit. Uh, she had breast cancer. She got diagnosed with breast cancer in '72 and got this it. This lady is a dude, fucking bad bitch, right? And she got the she got it removed with a radical mastectomy. So like, mm-hmm. took, ripped off her tits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like radical. She died. On it, radical. She died at the age of 85 uh, from uh, COPD. So she lived oh. a full life. Yeah. She was I mean, a busy lady. She doesn't COPD. She, lived, she died of old age. Yeah. yeah. 85. Well, and Representing she, she mom was, life. She was a lifelong smoker, but avoided ever letting anybody know, so not to be a bad role model for her fans. Oh, that's look nice. at that. Yeah. That's so sweet. Some of the awards she got, she was the first Juvenile Academy Award, SAG the Screen Actors Guild Life Achievement Award, and she has a life-size bronze statue in the Fox Studio parking lot. Wow. And she was the Grand Marshal of the Rose Parade in Pasadena uh, in 1939, 89, and 99. That's fun. 
That's great. And she has a drink named after her. Yeah, and I used to like those. Sprite? Grenadine. Grenadine. Maraschino cherry. Nah, dude. It's ginger ale, a splash of grenadine, and maraschino cherry. My grandpa growing up would make me that. Grenadine... The ginger ale. Is it ginger ale? Yeah, it's 7-Up. No, ginger ale is the, the traditional official, one. Yeah, you um, can do 7-Up or Sprite. Because that was the traditional. Because you don't need the... Yeah, anyways. My grandpa would always order those for me too when we went out to eat. Yeah. Okay, so here's how people think it was invented. It, uh, by a bartender at some fucking bar in West Hollywood uh, to serve it to Shirley Temple, but no one really knows where it's from, and Shirley okay. Temple didn't fucking like it. Good for her. Yeah. She's a she's badass bitch. She's a cool boss-ass bitch. Bitch. Fuck yeah, that's bitch, cool. I mean, like, she, she did the whole uh, little kid uh, little kid acting game. But she pulled out of it. But then she's like, I'm not going to become... Cocaine. I'm not going to start a fucking... I'm not going to be a Lindsay Lohan. I'm not going to start a band Corey that does Coleman. a bunch of covers, but then turns it into pizza covers. Oh, Jesus. Like Macaulay Culkin. Like Macaulay Culkin, was it? The Pizza Revolt? The pizza Underground. Underground. Pizza, pizza Underground. underground yeah. Velvet Underground. Velvet Revolution. She that she it. witnessed. Wow. But then she ended up doing a lot of good for our country. She did some good things for Czechoslovakia. I'm sure. Oh, I, like, I did battling breast cancer and I did raising breast three cancer. children. A, Who and was a she, punk rock bassist? She smoked, but then she's like, you know what? I don't want people to smoke. Because I know it's bad. And if I, yeah, it's you know, I love Shirley Temple. It's nice. I Fuck love yeah. her. Do we have Shirley any ginger ale? We do. do we so we're, we're going to go make Shirley Temples and we'll be back after this break. Do you have voles and moles? Are they making holes? Then you need to call trolls, the vole and mole nullifier. They'll set you up with some underground poles that will send those voles and moles out on a roll, leaving your home nullified. Call toll number... 1-800-345-NO. All right, for our third story, we have Ron. Ron, Ron. All right, so the topic that I um, am going to be speaking on today is something I've been interested in uh, for the last three to four weeks, and that is tentacle porn. <laughs> Dude, I've been interested in that for the past three to four years, so we're good, girl. <laughs> Yeah, it's been an interesting couple weeks over at uh, my house. At the Fostelsters. <laughs> yes, it has. I think we've all gone through that phase. <laughs> the first depiction, or shungra, which is um, Japanese for erotic art, uh, was in 1814 by a Japanese artist, uh, Katushka Hokusai? Hokusai? And the... <laughs> Artwork that he drew was called The Dream of a Fisherman's Wife. Oh, my, my, yeah. my, oh, my. Um, so this drawing uh, depicted a naked woman presumed to be a shell diver, because apparently that was uh, a thing back mm-hmm. then in Japan. Makes um, sense. It was this naked woman enveloped in the limbs of two octopuses, or octopi, I don't know what's appropriate, um, octopuses. Octopuses. Okay. Um, <laughs> the larger mollusk is performing cunnilingus on this shell diver, while the smaller octopus fondles the woman's mouth and left nipple. 
Damn. Okay, I've heard that the left nipple is a more erogenous zone than the right nipple. Really? I had no idea. It's the same no thing with like breastfeeding. Usually you let down more with the left Let me tit think than about the that. right tit. I did too in my yeah. breastfeeding experience. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah that is the bigger booty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Me being a male, right. I don't know what you're talking about because my nipples are actually just decoration. I'm just trying. I'm trying to remember which one I got sprayed more with. It's the left. I feel like it was the left. It, ha- it would have had to have been, yeah, because righty is pretty crap. So, um, yeah. Um, so this picture, though, you'll notice that all parties involved, octopuses, women, they all appear to be enjoying what they're doing. Which is quite mm-hmm. contrary, I feel like, to Just the tentacle little, porn feely, feely. we see today. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, you may be asking... Uh, it's not what it's cracking up to be. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, hey, yo. Hey. <laughs> cracking. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But cracking. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I guess... One major question that was on my mind, and probably on other people's minds, is why octopus cunnilingus? So this, there's a legend that takes place in the Endo period of Japan, which is years 1603 to 1868, okay. the Fujiwar, or Fujiar dynasty. Um, and it's, it's a popular legend about princess, a princess named Tamatori. Tamatori. All right. So, Tamatori, she was a modest shell diver, and on one of her diving encounters, she comes face to face with an octogod. <laughs> she comes face to face. That's God. how I like to come to. Uh, <laughs> right on. Okay. <laughs> right on, right on. No. Okay. The, she comes face to face with this octogod. And this godly mollusk confides in her and says, Princess, um, I'm just very depressed. I'm not happy. Um, so the princess, <laughs> she engulfs this octopus god in a hug and says, You poor, poor mollusk. You poor, poor mollusk. What's cracking? I know just what you need to uh, cheer up. What's cracking? This fucking pussy. <laughs> and then she whispers quietly in whatever hole that might resemble an ear. Ten tickles. Oh my god. (laughs) And the two fall into this ball of laughter and tickles. I hate you. God damn it. I I love you so much but I want to fucking leave you every day. How many tickles does it make to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. No, but in all seriousness, there was a Princess Tamatori, and she was a modest shell diver, um, which to, which to me implies shell diver. that yeah, she probably wasn't sure affluential. She was looking for that clam. Um, and she <laughs> marries the founder of the Fujiwar, Fujiwara clan. So she marries up, you know. Um, her husband then tells her that their family pearl has been stolen by a sea dragon and asks for her to go down to retrieve it. Oh, right. Of course, of course, of course, sea dragons, the sea dragons ask, sea <laughs> ask you to go down. Pocket snakes and sea dragons. Gyarados, Loch Ness, what else? Keyword, sea dragons. Go down. <laughs> Do you want magic carp? I don't know. 
But what does he do when you go down? So, she goes down. He comes. She retrieves the pearl, but of course, Sea Dragon catches on and chases her. Yeah. Along with a horde of sea creatures, which of course includes octopuses. Um... And as she's being pursued by all these creatures and dragon god, um, she does what, you know, any rational human being would do. And she cuts open her chest and bears the pearl inside it. Mm-hmm. Right. Good idea. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really thing, a common thing. Yeah. I did, I did that today. <laughs> and that miraculously helps her swim faster to evade all of these mm-hmm. Things tra- chasing her, yeah. um, but shockingly, once she so gets to the shore, uh, she dies. Oh, no. Uh, but that is the legend of Princess Tamatori. Yeah. Uh, That's why tentacle porn exists. So that story, that legend, yeah, then led <laughs> it. Led, <laughs> it led lost. artists. I'm so aroused. <laughs> oh my my. <laughs> It led artists, other artists, to then start drawing uh, pictures of bare-chested women evading octopuses. Okay. So Mm. then jump forward, and that's where we get uh, Hokestai's dream of a fisherman's wife. So then you have to ask why today is tentacle porn so rapey. Um, Because from what I've seen, it is. It's very rapey. It's pretty rapey. I've watched so leave it to the early Westerners to uh, interpret uh, Hokusai's work uh, as a rape scene. So there was a French critic by the name of Edmund Goncourt, uh, who apparently must have been influential for his time, uh, said that his works were depicted rape scenes, um, thus... I feel like kind of brought us to where we are in this modern movement. So kind of just to move through the timeline. Um, in 1970, America, not Japan, released the first known cinematology depicting a lurid ten- tentacle rape scene in Roger Corman's The Dunwich Whore. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. No. But... That's my favorite, actually. I got that on VHS. Do you really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then in 1986, the first uh, penetration of tentacle rape is in a Japanese anime cartoon called Giver Out of Control. Then in 1989 uh, comes the rise of who I guess is very famous in the tentacle rape scene is Toshio Medea. It's a scene? No. Uh, it's a damn arms race. It's a, well, it's a thing. It's, it's a big arms thing. race. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, he makes his first major, or he, yeah, he makes his first work um, that becomes very popular uh, in the tentacle rape fantasy, which is Demon Beast Invasion. Um, in Medea, he used uh, robotic tentacle in limbs. Medea, huh? That's a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's, it's <laughs> similarly spelled. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so he uses tentacle robot limbs to bypass a Japanese censor- censorship law because apparently in that time consensual sex via penis and vagina was uh, 
called for censorship, but uh, rape by tentacle does not. So in 1990, Medea becomes master of tentacle porn rape scenes. Tyler Perry's Medea. This is a different. Uh, and in 2001, he received a Lifetime Achievement Award for Most Influential Erotic Erotic <laughs> Manga Artist. Lifetime Achievement Award? He got a most, Lifetime Achievement for Award. For making the hentai rape porn. Yes, most, he most, did. Uh, he wow. absolutely did. Fucking, uh, uh, yeah. Shirley Temple got a Lifetime Achievement Award for fucking... It's amazing. Yeah, being a cute little girl. It's amazing and this guy how gets the world works. Lifetime Achievement Award for, for... They get some cartoon rape. Yep, exactly. So what, am I, what am I doing with my life? You, you gotta find a new form of rape or yeah, something. And you get a Lifetime yeah, Achievement. Find your niche. So, just a few little other tidbits about Medea. He hopes to have Tentacle Master uh, written on his tombstone when he dies... Um, and there's now a website uh, that he has created where you can join the Tentacle Club. Huh. Tentacle yeah. Club. That's pretty impressive. How I mean, many yeah. tickles does it make to make a squid laugh? Club. Tentacle. <laughs> does high quality low price track suit interest you? Are you a fan of durable and comfort? Well, in luck, are you? We sell only best tracksuit online today for you. Visit tracksuit-me.com today and use promo code for great saving. Limited time, so act now. Alright, and for our last story we have Megan. What were you researching this week, Ruby? I wasn't researching anything. I'm just going to talk about real quick um, some things that you can you can find for free on Omaha Craigslist right now. Oh, shit. What do we got? Uh, 15 85-gallon bags of packing peanuts. Oh, shit. For oh, free. Yeah. 15-plus bags available, by the way. Um, there are a pair of trees grown too tall for their location. God they are 12 it. to 15 foot tall. Hmm. They people don't know if they're healthy to just cut down or remove. They Help don't understand yourself. how trees work, but okay. That sounds they're like available. a call Come for I want out. some free labor. That sounds like a job. There is a man on fiftieth uh, and P offering free lamps. The tagline is Seven Shades of Lamps. He is a sad looking man holding a McCafe cup that's from that's McDonald's. That's, that's one of the people you should avoid. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's gonna um, make, turn you into a lampshade. He'll throw the coffee at your face and steal your car. He's gonna turn you into a lampshade like Ed Gein. Wanted. Adult DVDs. <laughs> shade your shade your my penis with your head. Does anyone have any adult DVDs they're looking to get rid of or sell? If so, please contact me. Let me know what you have. Quantity, genre, tentacles, cost, etc. Thank Ew. you. All right, guys. And so for your fun facts, I got my five fun facts. Do you got your uh, search terms, Megan? I'm good. Yep. All right. So... Number one, there are no state names containing the letter Q. Hmm, that is true. Think about it. Number two, Chicago is called the Windy City not because of the weather. It originated from the 19th century journalists who were referring to 
residence being full of hot air. <laughs> that was pretty great. Isn't that interesting? Got it. Uh, three, tennis balls used to be white until 72 when the International Tennis Federation changed it to optic yellow hmm. so they could be seen better on television. That's huh. just, that's disappointing. Yeah, well, re- you know, you want to know something re- fucking disappointing? Huh. Refried beans are only fried once. I've done hmm. them. They're only fried once. They're only fried once. How many times are you hoping they were fried? Twice. 17. At least twice. Refried. Fry them and then you refry them. All right, right, right. And number five, according to scientists, an x-ray of your face is really just a picture of what you look like in 150 years. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Got him. Oh, I get it. (laughs) All right, let's go to uh, three additional search terms. Mm -hmm. Lint chocolatier. Um, that would be L I N D T, the mm-hmm. Chocolate Lint Company, oh, they and Chocolatier. Uh, they are so into it, guys. You, you, you gotta go check out the outlet. You can't believe it. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, <laughs> Craigslist mirrors. Search it real good. Search for a mirror. Number on three, which gave me a chuckle recently. Images. Search full face. Swimming masks. Oh no. I sent you that one. And a bonus buttholes that look like nipples. What? (laughs) A bonus buttholes that look like nipples. In the dog world, the equivalent would be uh, buttholes that look like vages. Uh, Or nipples that look like buttholes. Just look it up. You won't be (laughs) depressed about it. You'll just be like, whoa, oh my, oh my. It looks like nipples. <laughs> Alright, so we want to thank uh, John and uh, wait, wait. Ron. Shirley temples that look like nipples. Shirley temples that look like nipples. That have dimples. That got dimples. And tentacles coming out of their brains. On Craigslist. Do it, brah. <laughs> Visiting the Georgia... Yeah, it sounds. So you adore Check out Not Your Real Dads on iTunes and everywhere you get your podcast. All right, Johnny Two Dicks <laughs> and Ron. Johnny Two Dicks. Uh, me and Megan, uh, thank you for coming on the old show. And next time, uh, make sure you tune in because it's going to be a Campfire Stories Spookerino. Spookerino. Spooky scary. Thanks for listening, It's one of them blues woos. <laughs> Check us out at clearhistorypodcast.com and the Clear History Podcast Instagram. It's a lot of fun. And don't forget to check out your pal Steve R. Shut <laughs> up. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no. Bye. Bye. Stop plugging yourself.